This is the Victory Life Today podcast with Al and Angie Berg. Together, we'll learn how to stand in victory each and every day. Live life set ablaze by faith, filled with purpose. Live life above your circumstance. Welcome to Victory Life Today. I'm Al Burke. And I'm Angie Burke. Thanks so much for joining us today. We appreciate it. And we want to encourage you to go to our YouTube channel. You know, if you like these shows, we love them. Yeah, we love them. <laughs> and if you enjoy watching Victory Live Today, go to our YouTube channel, Victory Live Today, and subscribe to our channel. It'll really help us. And you'll be able to get a teaching from us every week, maybe sometimes even two. Mm-hmm. So uh, Victory Live Today on YouTube. Just subscribe to our channel. We'd appreciate it. Today, we're going to be talking about limiting God. And how we limit God and why we limit God and what are the reasons why people limit God. And I really don't think we realize as Christians just how much we do limit him in our lives. Because really, you know, it the, the scripture says, command ye me. And really what God is saying is, tell me what to do, what you want. Because really, it's according to our will. You know, and you were talking about wills and everything. So we're going to discuss limiting God today. Very good. Yeah, God, uh, okay, let me just uh, say that there's three ways we limit God. We're going to touch on these three. The first one is ignorance. The second one is wrong teaching. And the third one is natural unbelief. And we're going to kind of get into the third one today. We've talked about some of these subjects, but... um, As far as, and I don't, we don't really need to go into the scripture too much. I just want to talk about ignorance. People go to church, they go to church for 30 years, every Sunday, never miss a Sunday. They don't know anything about God. They don't know anything about the Bible. They're ignorant, yeah. and they don't read or study anything. And sometimes they come by it honest. They say, well, I don't understand it. If you're reading the Bible and you don't understand it, just keep reading. It will come to it will begin to make sense in your mind. Get an easy to read Bible. Uh, yeah, and passion, let's not forget the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit right? leads in all instruction, the Bible says. That's so right. The Holy just Spirit teach me, you. Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Teach me. That's the way you get your, your revelations, yeah. and I do. The Holy Spirit just shows up and says, well, this it's is so this, cool. and that is that. I love and when that happens, Al. When I read the Bible, it's like a commentary comes up next to it, and I just understand everything. I can read Old English and actually read it in modern English while I'm reading that because I totally understand it. It's just a gift from God. Yeah. And God will give gift to you the same way if you really want to know. Mm-hmm. When really I started true. out, when I was 29 years old in this whole thing, I really wanted to know. I didn't want to be ignorant. I knew I was mm-hmm. ignorant, but that, that you can change your ignorance. Just study. Um, That's good. A lot of people are willfully ignorant. They want to be ignorant because they want to say, oh, I don't know nothing. In other words, they're afraid God's going to like throw them into hell. And they're going to say, look, I didn't know nothing. Uh, so-and-so said, this is what you believe. And that's it. That's what I did. It's on him. That isn't going to wow, work. Wow. No, and, because God put it all out there. Even It says in Romans, even because of his creation, you all know that yeah, I exist. Cre- it says creation speaks. In That's other words, right. it's obvious as you're looking around at the beauty of the creation, God speaking to me, you know. So ignorance is a big problem. Um, a lot of problems with ignorance is they're trying to be super holy and they fail. You will mm-hmm. fail. And then because they fail, they give up. I admit when I'm, I fail. Yeah. 
And it's, the, it's such a freeing thing when you fail or you mess up or something. You go, I admit it. If the devil comes in and starts pounding you with those thoughts, you go, yeah, you're right. But guess what? Jesus took that away. That's Well, they don't want to in their pride. They don't want to admit. Oh, man, I'm, I, I'm done with that. Do you know what I mean? I'm <laughs> done with that, too. They're trying, to, right. they're trying to be holy, and they keep missing the mark, and then they get angry at themselves, and they give up. They That's give right. up trying to, they stay ignorant, willfully ignorant, because they feel as though they can't make the grade. Meanwhile, Jesus said, I made the grade for you. Amen. You know, Praise it's like Jesus. you say, when the, when the devil shows up and goes, you did this, you old sorry thing. I go, yeah, I'm sorry. No, I, I, I agree. But guess what? I'm going to heaven and you're going to hell. Yeah. So I just read him his pedigree back. So, you know, cool. and what happens is we get into this guilt and condemnation because of it. Because um, of the this trying to be holy, just ignorant. We were made righteous by what Jesus did, and you need to stand on that righteousness that you have. That's right. Um, the next one we talked about was wrong teaching. God, I can go on forever about wrong teaching. Um, we limit what God can do in our lives by what we know. In other words, wrong te- if you were taught something wrong, you're limiting what God can do. And you don't even know it. And you don't even know because it. Because you're believing a lie. You're believing something wrong. Right. Wow. And and uh, some of the wrong teachings is God helps those who help themselves. It's not in the Bible. God helps those who pray and ask for help. That isn't correct. <clears throat> uh, there's another group that had, they have the stigmata and they got indulgences and they got all this going on. And it's all not biblical right. one bit. Man-made. Right. And you know... <clears throat> One of the problems, that, like like when you're doing, say, indulgences and the stigmata and the ascension, I mean, all of these wrong teachings, God isn't going to change the Bible or change what he does because you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> That's good, Al. Okay? God says, this is the way it works. And this is, you need to learn the way God set it up to work. That's good. And... Your ignorance isn't going to change anything. And I want to tell you another wrong, I'll say wrong teaching, is sincerity. Oh. But I'm sincere. Well, you're a sincere idiot. You don't know anything what the Bible says. Sincerity means nothing. And they really believe, but I'm sincere and I really mean it. I mean it. Let me explain. Let me make it easy for you to understand about wrong teaching. You buy a car. And it comes with an owner's manual on how to operate the car. And you can be the most sincere person in the world. You really want to be a good driver. But if you don't know what, what the book says about the car, and you're driving and driving and driving, and you never get an oil change, now the motor's shot. Even though you sincerely love that car, and you sincerely want to do good, the car will only do what it was made to do. Mm. That's it. Sincerity counts for nothing. Yeah. And I remember the first time somebody actually taught me this one. I was floored. You was like, yeah, but you don't understand. I love God. <laughs> and uh, it, it doesn't go anywhere. Sincerity means nothing. What matters is knowing God and understanding correctly what he's trying to tell you to do. Understanding how your car works correctly. When you get an oil change, a car will run for years. And you don't even have to be sincere. You just have to do what it says. Mm -hmm. You know, this is a big thing I've noticed with the um, 
the sincerity problem. And that would really be under wrong teaching. And we've basically been taught, oh, he's so, and we just love him so much. And it's all of this crazy. And you think the pastors would correct these people. Mm. Thank God somebody corrected me. And it was a big hit. But sincerity counts for nothing. You know, you can go into Except some... in love. You know, like it does say to be sincere in love toward yeah. others, you know, because that is the number you know, one there's thing. there's people who are in these cults and strange things, and they're sincere. I know. I know. They really are. And they they really mean well. You're right. But they're all screwed up. <laughs> um, yes. Another wrong teaching is you... Oh, this is a good one. That's what the Lord showed me. This is under wrong teaching title. We've done ignorance. Um, <laughs> you never know what God will do. Oh, oh, my God, oh that's scary. You never know. I know what he's going to do. It's in his word. All I got to do is read it, and it'll tell you what he's going to do. Right. So they have this wrong teaching out there that, you know, you just don't know what God's going to do. At any moment, he might pop up. And I've talked about the pop gun theology. I don't have time to get into that one today. Um. <clears throat> Really part of this whole thing of you never know what God is going to do. And this is one of the things the Lord showed me. He said, most people are asking me to do something I told them to do. And because of this wrong teaching, they keep asking God and we're going to pound the gates of heaven. And we're going to stay on it till God finally wakes up and answers me. Yeah. This is all these wrong teaching. Yes, God heard you the first time. He said it in Daniel. And Daniel was praying for 21 days, and the angel came, and he said, I heard you the first time, Daniel. You've been praying 21 days for nothing. And nobody gets wow. that. Oh, we got to pray 100 days. I want you to pray all you want. I'm not against that. God, this is something God showed me. Most people, God is saying this. They're, they're trying to get God to do something he told them to do. Wrong teaching. And God's not going to do it. He expects you to do it, and when you do it, then then it you're taking the limits off of God. It works beautifully. Right. Now right. he's not limited, right? But he's limited if he told you to go to the grocery store and buy food, and you're out here praying for food, right? Right. And right. he said, right. "I told you to go buy some." You know, That's I've been cool. healed of a lot of problems, and most, not say seventy percent of the things that I've been healed of, God simply told me, "Eat this, not that." Do this, not that. So You're simple. dehydrated. Simple things. And I got a healing. And everybody's out here trying to get a, a miracle. Uh, God isn't Smokey the Bear. In other words, he isn't putting out little fires all over the place that you created. You created all these fires. You're going to burn your house down. God isn't out now. Yes, he will hear you. And yes, he will help you. And, you know, if you really believe you know, when you get serious and say, okay, Lord, I screwed up. He puts them out. Um, and I've talked about this um, for the first 10 years of what I learned when I went to the church was wrong. Had to unlearn it. Yep. And now you have to unlearn it. And it's hard to unlearn things like that. I, I've got a brain. I lock it in. And that's it. It's locked in forever. Now I locked in all this junk and now I'm trying to get it out. Yeah. And it always seems to surface. It does. You know what I mean? It's um, in your memory bank. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know, and so be careful what you allow yourself to hear. Be careful what you allow yourself to learn. Oh, I got to move good. on. I've got That's lots good. of teaching here. Okay. 
And I'll tell you another thing that's under wrong teaching. Most people are trying to get God to give them something they already have. Oh, that's good. They already have, you already have healing in your hands. Give me peace, Lord. You already got peace. First of all, it's up to you. If you're not feeling peace, but you're feeling restless or whatever, go and put on a worship song and stay in the presence of the Lord for 20 minutes and you'll get the peace. You know, he's already provided it. He's already provided right. it. Oh right. God, I'm looking to heaven. Where are you? He's in here. <laughs> you know, you're trying to, they're good. trying to get God to give them something they already have. You yeah. already have the Holy Ghost. You already have healing. You already have salvation. You know, you, if you're saved, you know, when, you, when you're born again. Hey. Okay, I don't want to get too much into that because I'm running out of time. <laughs> the third point is natural unbelief. Mm, that's big. And that this is a real problem because we live in this natural world. Right. And when we start praying for something and we're not seeing it in the natural realm, we start giving up and we're limiting God what God can do because we have certain things in our head that this is the way it works. And this is the world that we live in the world. And this is a way we, we kind of can't. It, it becomes hard to switch into the supernatural and believe God for something right. that he can do in the in the spirit realm. When we live in the natural realm, right. we're here, you know what I mean? And uh, if it's hot and the air conditioner's broke, it's going to be hot. Right. You know, we right. live in this natural realm yes, and natural do. unbelief is a real problem when what is happening is different than what we prayed for and believed for. And my point there, the only thing is, I would say, don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't ever change your mind. You know, um, many years, the day I stood up and I said, I'm going to have everything Jesus gave, died to give me was the, the day the war between me and the devil started. And I never gave up and he never gave up. <laughs> so if you give up, he's going to take you out. There's two types of Christians, the ones that overcome and the ones that are overcome, and they're overcome by the devil. Doesn't mean they're not That's Christian. Right. Doesn't mean they're not going to heaven. Their life is in a shambles because the devil showed up and they fell apart. Yes. And I, I want to get, <clears throat> you know, good. right now as we're doing this, I hear the prophet saying one thing about what's going on in the political scene, but what I'm seeing in the natural realm That's isn't happening. And I don't want to give up on what the prophets are saying. Right. Because, you know, God said, I'm not going to do anything unless I first tell my prophets. Right. There's another whole world. No one regards that or considers that at all. I go there first. It's the whole spirit realm. And let right. me say this. The spirit realm is more powerful than the natural yes, realm. Is. And the natural realm was created from the spiritual realm. Mm -hmm. So there's... Um, That's right. That's right. Why don't you read um, the next one? Matt, uh, Matthew 17. 17, 14 to 21. And when they were come to the multitude, there came to him a certain man kneeling down to him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is a lunatic and sore vexed. For oftentimes he falls into the fire and often into the water. And I brought him to your disciples, but they could not cure him. Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him hither to me. And Jesus rebuked the devil, and he departed out of him, and the child was cursed. From cured, I'm sorry, from that very hour. Then came the disciples to Jesus apart and said, Why couldn't we cast him out? which tells me they were trying. And Jesus said unto them, because of your unbelief, 
For verily I say unto you, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say to this mountain, remove to a yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Howbeit this kind goes not out, but by prayer and fasting. This kind of what? Exactly. You got a great revelation on that one. It's this kind it's not this kind of demon. There are not certain demons that uh will get out and other demons won't or whatever unless you pray and you fast. It's talking about this kind of unbelief will not go away but by prayer and fasting. You know, there's unbelief that's that limits God. The unbelief is what's limiting God from bringing deliverance to people through you. It's the unbelief. It's not the demon. The demon is subject to the word of God. He's subject to Jesus no matter why. Now, some demons will try to intimidate you and try to stay there and you can fall apart and they'll stay. But the truth of the matter is what has to come out. That's right. It's the unbelief. It's the unbelief. And the unbelief limits God. Right. Right. All the time. And, and and what fasting does is, I don't want to get into a thing on fasting, but what it does is it puts your flesh under control. Amen. Under your control. Because you, you fast from food and you get hungry and hungry. Your body's telling you, I'm starving, I'm about to burst. And you say, no, you are under me. You are under me. I control you. And that's how that unbelief just goes and with the prayer and the this, fasting. Yeah, you know, like... And then um, when something comes up, you have that same tenacity. You have that because you you have grown within the fasting and you know how to put things under your feet because you're really fighting your flesh. And then when you fight your flesh, when something else comes up, you get the good You results. learn how to do it. You know, Absolutely. this is what I do when I have a sickness. I simply do this. I believe in the depths of my heart that this sickness, whatever you may have, I am healed of this sickness. I believe it. I believe God has healed me. And the symptoms I'm feeling are a lie. Good. That's how Good. you, one of the ways to get out this natural unbelief. That's right. And I don't, I think I'm running out of time again, but you know, the, a lot, the economy, you listen, oh, everything's shot. Well, I stand on my giving. I don't care Good. what the economy does. That's right. I'm going to prosper. But I want to, I want to get into something God showed me. And we're talking about limiting God. God gave me a vision years ago when I was preaching in a church. And he showed me this little, like a mud puddle, small little thing. And but it was clear water, but it was the size of like a mud puddle. And he said, Al, take a drink. So I took a glass, you know, I took a drink. And he said, take another drink. So I took another drink. And then he said, take another drink. And I was going like, ah, <laughs> how many drinks can I take? <clears throat> so, Oh, my gosh. <laughs> He's, so then th- this, this fire truck came and backed up and he put this hose into that little teeny mud pump. And they turned on that machine and they were pumping water out of that thing like crazy. Oh, they were just water out. pumping water out of this little right. mud puddle, clear water, but it was little thing. And they were pumping it, pumping it, pumping it. And I'm sitting there going, what is going on here? You know what I mean? And then they shut it down. And the Lord said, look, and I looked and it was full. And he said, this is the way I operate. You can't run me out. out. He never runs out. And if you only take a glass, it's full. But if you pump it out, 
it's still full. It's depending on how much of this you want to take. Oh, that's good. It's always all there that's for you. So you can't good. run out of God's grace, his goodness, his mercy. He's, he's un- limitless. He's limitless. And we limit God because we see a little mud puddle. Well, how's that going to work? Wow. I got a big fire and I'm trying to put out a fire. And if I pump the water out of here, it's going to take two seconds. Natural unbelief. You see this little thing you have. That's it's right. like seeing That's this good, little huh? pot of money you have saying this will never work. Well, as long as you're tithing and giving and believing God, God will get your bills paid. Right. We just had a story. I don't have time to talk about it. It was well, awesome you story. Sure? <laughs> I like your stories. <laughs> um, about someone that had this old wrecked up house on their property and the county was after him oh, to yeah. get it, take it down. And she didn't have any money. But she started believing God and blessing people. Right. That's, some, all she, that's all she could do. That's all she could and do. And she was blessing people with her prayers, not because she didn't have any money. She had very little money, as a matter of fact. She's just really barely surviving, really. And so she couldn't bless them with material things, but she blessed them with her, her mouth. Like, Lord, bless this person today. Bring good to this person. Do good to this person today. And she did it every day to many people. So that was her way of blessing people. That's all she did. She did it the Bible way. Right, right. She just and loved some on people. people were mad at her. Oh, she had problems. They were fighting her. Yes. And what happened? Somebody came along and gave her the five grand or whatever it was to knock the thing down. Absolutely. You know Absolutely. what I mean? See, we limit God in the in the natural realm. Yes. The natural unbelief. Well, I don't so, have five grand. So the the good thing about this is she jumped into the spiritual. She, she went into another realm. Rather than trying to raise money by herself, rather than trying to go out to work and get a full-time job when she's got to watch her kids, rather than doing things the hard way, she just came out of the natural realm and went right into the spiritual and did it God's way. God's way is so incredibly different. It's so different. It's, you know? He's just got, and he's always faithful. The little <sighs> pond always has water. You know, many years ago, you talk about limiting God. Many, many years ago, 30, 40 years ago, God spoke to me and he said, you're going to preach the gospel to a million people. The first thing I said to God was, I'm not smart enough. You talk about, I immediately was limiting, immediately. So you went right back into the natural realm. (laughs) Yes, I immediately was limiting God. It wasn't two seconds, I said, I'm not smart enough. So what God's going to do with that? Yeah, you're an idiot. You know, I don't understand. You know, think about from God's perspective. Yeah. I'm just yeah. blessing you. You're going to preach the gospel to a million people. I'm not smart enough. <laughs> and you shut I, down for a while on that. You just I never go. stopped studying because no, I knew God was I mean. faithful, but I just couldn't see how God was going to do this. I said, I'm not smart enough, Lord. And then one day I realized I wasn't smart enough. <laughs> And I said, Lord, you do this. That's right. And that's when the Lord, everything started back up again. And you took the shackles off of the Lord and gave them. He said, oh, I'm glad you're just going to let me do it. And the and I, I, I couldn't understand God. I had this thinking of this huge pulpit and a million people out there. <laughs> you know, I said, how are they going to hear me? I don't you even know, know if and, Billy and Graham had you that. You know, it's, it's so, it's, we're so silly. That is the first thing you. What God's plan was TV. And I think that he's in the midst of doing that right now with you, you know, and us. With you know, us. Just reaching. Well, it's it's my promise for me, but it's for us. Well, of course. And yeah. God is putting us on TV where right. we can and will reach a million people before this is all through. 
And we might even have already. We, don't we may know. have already. We don't even know. Yeah, we're not worried about that stuff. See, you know, we know the promise. God had a plan. I didn't understand the plan, but I don't need to know the plan. And you know what else? I don't even need to be smart enough. God will just show up and teach me things he does me, all the time. We're not smart enough. <laughs> we knew nothing about TV when we first started. Oh, God. We didn't. We learned a lot, but uh, but it's fun. It really is. And God gives you the grace to do it. You could go in there do, knowing nothing, understanding nothing, but he will give you the grace to complete the job. God so is good. faithful to what he said he's going to do. Don't limit God, him. especially if he shows up and says something. Don't say, oh, no. <laughs> you know? And um, don't, limiting God is the problem. Now, I will say this as far as limiting God and not limiting. Make sure God spoke to you and make sure it's something he wants in your life yeah. before you just take off 100 miles an hour and do it. Because this is the way I've lived my life. It's get out of my way. Here I come. I'm coming through. And if God's not in it, you'll fail. <clears throat> but even then, you can use that as a learning experience because God loves you. He's not mad at you. That's you right. Any books or anything? No, I want to. I want to talk about the misunderstood scriptures. It's called clearing up misunderstood scriptures because Al spoke about one here. Wrong to and yeah. That, and right, this kind doesn't go out but by prayer and fasting, which is talking about this kind of unbelief, not this kind of demon. And that's one of the misunderstood scriptures. And there's many, many, many more. So we want you to go to VictoryLifeMinistries.org and get clearing up misunderstood scriptures. And one thing about me and Al, we write very simple. Amen. So you will understand it. It might be strong. It might be profound. It might even hurt a bit, but it is very simple to understand. And then the ball's in your court. Whatever you want to do with what you learn uh, is up to you. God's a gentleman. He won't push you. He won't make you do things, but it's up to you of how much of God you want and how fast you want it. Amen. So go to VictoryLifeMinistries.org and get your copy of Clearing Up Misunderstood Scriptures. We're really glad you joined us today. We hope this helped you. Remember, God is limitless. Do not limit Him. Thanks for joining us. And remember, victory is yours through Jesus Christ. We'll see you next time. Hey, thanks so much for listening today. Be sure to hit that subscribe button for new episodes each week. You can help us by rating the show or by simply sharing this episode with your friends. Learn more about us and find tons of resources that will help you grow your faith at VictoryLifeMinistries.org.